Hi, everyone. You're listening to the 61st episode of Hipster Baseball Podcast, HBP. I'm Dorian, and on today's solo podcast, we drink with George Washington's younger brother, applaud Uncle Steve's new hiring queens, and play musical chairs in California. As always, before we begin, I'm going to share with you what I'm drinking. I'm going to take a sip right now. What I just drank is, it's called Old Man Brown. It's a barrel-aged dark ale with molasses from a place called Abolitionist Ale Works in Charlestown, West Virginia. Now, Charlestown is two separate words. It's not Charleston in South Carolina. It's Charlestown in West Virginia. And on the front of this can that I'm drinking is a portrait of, you guessed it, John Brown, Old Man Brown. John Brown was a 19th century abolitionist, which means he was against slavery. He Brown wanted to arm slaves and take over the arsenal at Harper's Ferry. We talked about all of that in uh, that all of that happened back in October of 1859, the Harper's Ferry insurrection on the HPP episode number 12. So if you want to learn more about that, go back and listen to episode 12 to learn about John Brown. So Charlestown is about 13 miles west of Harper's Ferry. Harper's Ferry, is a, it's, it's in Virginia. Charlestown is in West Virginia. And Charlestown is named after George Washington's younger brother. And that's George Washington, the founder of the, con- of the country, the first president, all that stuff. Obviously named Charles. <laughs> My question to you, have you ever had something named after you? you know, children, a building, a town? A, 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 a physical uh, physics theory. I don't know. I haven't, but I think it's pretty cool when something's named after you. And you're asking yourself, how in the world do I get a town named after me? What if I want to go colonize Mars? I want to go colonize Jupiter. I want to go colonize some planet in the galaxy Andromeda. Well, first, it would help to be like Charles because he inherited. 750 acres of land in Spotsylvania County, Virginia, way back in 1743. Now, part of that inheritance, he donated to create the modern-day Charlestown. And in 1786, he laid out the street plans and named the streets after his brothers, one of them obviously being the, the, the very famous George Washington, and Charles's wife, Milford. Milford is now a... Milford... You don't find that name. You don't find that as a woman's name anymore. That is like an antiquated name. I don't know anyone, any female named Milford. But anyways, it's pretty cool. He named one of the streets after his wife, Milford Washington. And before we move on, I'm going to take another sip from this delicious old man Brown. Do you know what also is pretty cool? Our social media accounts. Our Twitter handle is at HBP4040. And our Instagram account is Hipster Baseball Podcast. As we go from West Virginia, we're going to go up to New York. Now, we're going to talk about the New York Mets owner, Steve Cohen, known to HBP and the Twitter world as Uncle Steve because he was a lifelong New York Mets fan. He became a billionaire and he bought the team. So last month in December of 2020, the Mets announced that they were going to hire, that they have hired Buck Buck Showalter, and they signed him to a three-year contract. And you're asking me, Dorian, why do I care? I don't like the Mets. Why do I care about the Buck Walter 
being the new manager of the New York Mets. I'll tell you why. The Mets already have the highest payroll for the upcoming 2022 season at $235 million, and it's only going to go higher. Buck Showalter turned the Baltimore Orioles, the terrible Baltimore Orioles, into a powerhouse in the American League East when he was their manager back in the 2010s. The Orioles are horrible. They're horrific now. The last time the Orioles didn't lose 100 games outside of the shortened 2020 season, the last time the Orioles didn't lose 100 games was in 2017. That was five years ago. It's crazy. They have gone nosedive since Showalter left as the, their manager. When Showalter was the manager of the Baltimore Orioles, they went to the playoffs three times last decade. They won one division title. The Orioles play in the same monstrous division as the Boston Red Sox, the New York Yankees, the Toronto Blue Jays, and the Tampa Bay Rays. Not only did he make the Orioles relevant and perennial playoff contenders in the last decade, Buck Showalter was also the manager of the New York Yankees back in the early 90s. Those of you who don't remember, the New York Yankees were not a good team in the early 1990s. They sucked, okay? He laid the foundations for that Yankees dynasty that would go on and win four of, the, of five World Series in the mid to late 90s. He left the year. He left the year just before they won their first World Series back in 1996. So he left in 1995. He got them back to the World Series. He built that team to the monster that Joe Torre would lead them to. And you're like, okay, fine. Maybe he was lucky. No, my friend, Buck Walters is not. A, he he's lucky, but he is very good because when he left the Yankees, he went to go manage the expansion Arizona Diamondbacks. He built that team up. And he left the year before that Diamondback team won the 2001 World Series trouble against the New York Yankees. So here's, the, here's why this is relevant beyond what I just said. With Uncle Steve's deep billionaire pockets, Showalter's legitimate management skills and his historical track record, they're going to be big trouble for the National League East specifically the Atlanta Braves, who have won four consecutive National League East division titles. The Braves, of course, won the World Series last year, and they're going to be a problem for all the teams in the National League. So Uncle Steve has done something very, very good here. And during the press conference, when they introduced Buck Showalter as a new manager, he said, Uncle Steve said, quote, Buck has been one of the best baseball minds for the last two decades, and he makes teams better. I'm excited. He is our new manager. End quote. There's an understatement, but man, Uncle Steve hit a home run with the hiring of Buck Showalter. So as a baseball fan, I'm excited to see what Showalter is going to do with the, with the New York Mets. As an Atlanta Braves fan, I'm concerned. But nevertheless, this guy, he's Buck is 65 years old, so he still has a lot of mileage, a lot of mental capacity to, to, uh, to make those New York Mets team one heck of a contender in the National League. Excuse me. I was just having another drink. And you know what you could do? You could also follow our show sponsor. Today's show sponsor is brought to you by, no, today's 61st episode of HBP 
is brought to you by Vine. Do it for the Vine. Forget Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. A tool of the communist Chinese security services to spy on you. The original short, short video platform is Vine. Upload your six-second videos and share with your friends. All the influencers are doing it. Download the Vine app today on your Apple App Store or Google App Store. And remember, do it for the Vine. Ladies and gentlemen, I think HVP is going to open up uh, another social media account on Vine because, after all, they are our show sponsor this week. So that being said, we're going from West Virginia to New York. Now we're done with the New York. We're going to go out west to California. The beautiful sun, well, it depends. If you're in Southern California, it's sunny right now in February. If you're in Northern California, wait, is it February? No, it's not. It's January. <laughs> Old man Brown hit me with the uppercut. It is not February, people. This episode is being recorded in January. <laughs> in January. So we're going out to California to look at the new manager of the San Diego Padres. Bob Melvin, formerly manager of the Oakland Athletics, he decided to move him and his family down the I-5 freeway all the way down to San Diego to take over and become the new manager of the San Diego Padres. Now, as part of Bob Melvin's new staff with the San Diego Padres, he, uh, part of his new staff, he's hired Matt Williams as third base coach. Matt Williams was a former big leader, big leaguer. And he was also he also used to manage the Washington Nationals for a few years, and he led them to the playoffs. And that they had a very very talented team about seven eight years ago, if I remember correctly. Bob Melvin has also hired a young man by the name of Michael. Don't fix your audio. I actually have zero idea how to pronounce his last this man's last name. It's spelled B R D A R. I feel like there's a bunch of vowels missing. So I'm guessing this person is probably from like his family came from like Czechoslovakia, the Austro-Hungarian empire. I have no idea, but there's not enough vowels here. So I do not know how to pronounce this guy's name. Michael Bradar will go as is going to be the new San Diego Padres hitting coach. Michael is 27 years old. That's crazy. Last year, Michael was the San Francisco Giants minor league hitting coordinator. And this is what Mel Bob Melvin had to say about his very, very young hire as the hitting coach. Quote, if you told me three or four years ago I would have a 27-year-old hitting coach, I would probably have said no, end quote. This is really interesting because the San Diego Padres have some of the biggest boppers, some of the biggest bats, some of the biggest names in Major League Baseball. They have Fernando Tatis Jr., the all-world shortstop. They have Manny Machado, who's two years older then Michael Bradar, they got Eric Hosmer. You have big names on that team. And you're, my first thought was, how are these guys, these big name guys, going to, be, going to be taking suggestions and tips from a man that they're all older than they're all older than and who was never a big leaguer like they, like they are? But what I've learned Speaking, having come across coaches in different sports in my life, uh, there's a, there's a, I think there's a common theme amongst really good professional athletes where professional athletes don't care about your background as long as you help them get better. If you're going to help them get better, if you're going to help them get that next contract, if you're going to help them make an all-star team, if you're going to give them 
if you're going to make them a better player, they're going to listen to you. And that's also one of the reasons I'm sure why the New York Yankees hired their first ever, or actually the first ever female as a minor league uh, manager. But we're going to get into that uh, in the next episode, in episode 62. So we're, we're, we're holding off on that. So again, shouldn't we all be that way of it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, as long as you help me get better, everything's awesome. So I don't think there's going to be that much of an issue. His, the Michael's age trying to hit, trying to help these really important hitters in San Diego. So again, Dorian, just like Buck Walter, I'm not a New York Mets fan. Dorian, I'm not a San Diego Padres fan. I can't figure out where San Diego is on a map. You need help, my friend. I'm joking. Why is it important that Bob Melvin is the new manager of the San Diego Padres? Because last year in the 2021 season, the Padres were a World Series favorite. And they ended up finishing 79 wins and 83 losses. And they didn't make the playoffs with a, with a bad record like that. The Padres started out the season with 66 wins and 49 losses. After that, they only managed to win 13 of the last 47 games. Let me repeat that. The San Diego Padres only managed to win 13 of their last 47 games of the 2021 season. As Mr. Mackey of South Park would say, that's bad, okay? <laughs> I, don't, I just love South Park. I have to throw that in there, people. I'm sorry. The, the, the previous manager of the San Diego Padres, Jace Tingler, he lost his job over this fiasco. You don't get handed an all-star lineup where the general manager and the owner of a team pours tens, hundreds of millions of dollars in new contracts for new pitchers, new players, and you guys go out and you don't even make the playoffs. That's why Tingler lost his job. Variety of other reasons, but the point is that if they had made the playoffs, he'd still be the manager, but they're not. And so they brought down Bob Melvin from Oakland, from the Oakland athletics and Bob Melvin. He's been there for with Oakland, I think for like over 10 years, that man doesn't have any resources and he didn't have any resources in Oakland versus in San Diego. It's a bountiful of source of resources he's going to be able to have, not just really great players, but all the things that we don't see as fans outside of the diamond of when we go watch the game for like three hours or whatever. So Bob Melvin has done the absolute most with what he, what the Oakland athletics front office has given him for the past decade. The athletics have been contenders in the American league West. They've made the playoff, a bunch, the playoffs a bunch of times. And now Bob Melvin goes from driving a Toyota Camry to driving a nice Maserati. So we'll see how good of a manager Bob Melvin is going to be with uh, the San Diego Padres slash the new, the new Maserati he gets to drive around during the 2022 season. I just had another drink. You know what? I'm going to have another drink. So hold on. So now, what is Bob Melvin tasked with? What are the expectations of the San Diego Padres? The very minimum? Melvin. The understood thing is you better make the playoffs. That is the absolute worst that he can do. 
he doesn't have to win the, the, the division because he's going to have to wrestle the, the division away from the monster that is the Los Angeles Dodgers. But he better make the playoffs. If not, he is going to be looking for a job and he's going to be fired. But I think they're going to do it because the San Diego Padres is way too talented. They have way too many resources at their disposal. But again, this is why we watch these, comp- these competitions, whether it's horse racing, whether it's baseball, whether it's chess. Did I really just say chess? Whatever, people, I'm drinking. We love competition. This is why we love sports. We'll see what Bob Melvin does with his amazing new, beautiful Maserati known as the San Diego Padres. So Bob Melvin leaves the Oakland Athletics, and that leaves an open spot up in Oakland, up on the, uh, on the Interstate 5 freeway. So who took over the Oakland Athletics? Mark Kotze. Mark Kotze was actually promoted. He was Bob Melvin's third base coach. He, went, he apparently blew away the front office during his interview, and they were like, dude, you're the manager. Sure enough, Mark Kotze is now, congratulations. He got promoted from the third base coach to manager. And the really interesting thing about the Oakland Athletics, again, besides them being starved of resources, Kotze now is the sixth athletics manager in the past 36 years. That is freaking insane and awesome at the same time. For me, that points to to stability in the franchise. Basically, every athletics manager averages six seasons, which is pretty long for the average manager, baseball manager, for the average NFL head coach, for the average NBA head coach, for the average NHL uh, head coach as well, et cetera. And, uh, and, And Europe and soccer, football manager, Six years is a long time in these high-paced, pressured competitive sports. So I'm sure Mark Kotze is going to be there for a long time. And part of his staff, he, he, hired, uh, Brad Asma, he hired Brad Asmus as the bench coach. Uh, I'm sorry, Brad, Os- Brad Osmus. <laughs> I'm totally mispronouncing people's name. Brad Osmus, not Asmus. Brad Osmus used to used to be the manager of the Detroit Tigers and then the Los Angeles Los Angeles Angels for one season, but he got fired from them because they underperformed. So again, it's, uh, there's a hot, there's hot seats all over these competitive sports. So he's putting together so Mark Kotze is putting together a good experienced staff around him to help them navigate the tricky American League West. And you know what? In the upcoming 2022 season the athletics have a chance to take away the American league West crown from the Houston Astros. The Houston Astros won the American league West division this year, this past year in 2021, and they made it all the way to the world series. So we'll see what Mark Kotze, Brad Osmus, and the rest of the Oakland athletics can do in the 2022 season. And the last time, one of the and last month we talked about, the lockout. So you're asking yourself again, people, you're having a lot of questions for me. Why do I care about Buckshaw Walter? Why do I care about Melvin? Why do I care about Brad Osmus? Dorian, is there even going to be a 2022 season? Who cares if all these new managers are being hired? Is there going to be a team for them to even put out on the diamond? You know what? Who knows? 
who knows if we're going to have a 2022 season because right now there has been zero progress in the negotiations to end the lockout. We've been in lockout now since the beginning of December. I think it was December 4th or 5th. I don't remember. And since then, they really, the, the, the players association, the owners haven't been talking and the clock is ticking. Spring training is supposed to start on Valentine's Day. Aww. February 14th, 2022. That's when pitchers and catchers report to spring training facilities in Arizona and in Florida. I don't think we're going to be hitting that mark. That is less than a month away. We're going to miss spring training games, and I'm going to venture and say we're probably going to miss five or ten regular season games. Now, if things continue like this, where everyone's sitting in a corner and saying, I'm not talking to you, you're not talking to me. You're not talking to me. I'm not going to talk to you. We're going to start losing sub substantial amount of games in the 2022 season. And uh, that means money in the pockets of the owners, money in the pocket of the players. Who knows what's going to happen? Hopefully, Buckshaw Walter. Hopefully, Bob Melvin. Hopefully, Mark Kotze and all the other baseball managers have a, have a chance to manage the full 162-game season. Hopefully, the players have a chance to play 162 games. But I don't think so. <laughs> that is my frank observation. And John Brown, who I'm going to have another swig, completely agrees with me. Nevertheless, people. We're going to come back. We're going to have special guests from time to time on this podcast. Sometimes we're going to go solo, just you and me. And uh, we'll see how this transmorphs, uh, this wonderful podcast that I enjoy. Just talking with you. Speaking of you, my friend, we do want to thank and give a shout out to new listeners. People, I feel like Pitbull. I love Miami. Pitbull's from Miami. I feel like we are HBP is Mr. Worldwide. I've said that various times in the podcast. We want to thank new listeners in drum roll. Magadan, Russia. Veliki Novgorod, Russia. That is Veliki Novgorod, but I think it with a Russian accent, it's Veliki Novgorod, Russia. Christchurch, New Zealand. Cairo, Egypt. And going back stateside to the domestic, Stewart, Florida, Beltsville, Maryland, and Baltimore, Maryland. We want to thank each of our new listeners, and we want to thank our loyal listener, our loyal listeners who tune in in each and every episode, especially in the off season where we put out podcasts sporadically because as the, the obviously baseball baseball news uh, slows down a little bit. Again, thank you. We appreciate it. So again, thanks for listening to the podcast. This is where we talk about baseball. We talk about drinks. We talk about Franciscan friars and everything else under the sun. If you want, subscribe to the podcast. Give us a review. We, You can find us, you and your friends and family members and your pets can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Again, our social, our social media is at HPP4040 on Twitter and on Instagram, Hipster Baseball Podcast. 
the drink of delicious old man brown will be in the podcast uh, description join us next time for a brand new episode of hbp hipster baseball podcast goodbye